Welcome to the Change for Joy podcast series, 19 minutes to inspire and ignite your life. Stories change the world, and all of us can change through stories. Each week, an inspirational guest will give voice to what really matters to them. Presentation Master Founder Ninka Van Bezoyen is your host. Stay tuned for today's Spark of Inspiration. Welcome to the Change for Joy podcast series, changing the world one story at a time. And today I have with me from Costa Rica, Karen Downes. Welcome, Karen. Thank you so much, Nienke. It's so good to be with you. Yes, and we talked previously, and you are doing great stuff globally, and you are doing projects in Costa Rica. So we talk about that later. But my first question to all my guests is, who are you? Hmm. Who I am is a passionate advocate for human and planetary flourishing. I am a, an activist, a social activist for system, systemic change. I am a loving mother who is sometimes overprotective of my gorgeous daughter. <laughs> I am a loyal and true friend to my colleagues and those I love. And I am a proud activist for and standing for the feminine to rise in us all. All genders have the feminine and I'm a passionate activist to unlock that potential that's being downplayed and diminished for centuries. Yes, I, I can see that. And I think it's good to make this distinction straight at the beginning because feminine is not female and feminine is not feminist. Can you make a difference between the three words for the audience who are not familiar perhaps with this? Absolutely. I think the most important thing, because I am, um, I'm also in terms of titles, I'm also the co-founder of an organization called FemQ, Feminine Intelligence. I'm the founder in another one of my roles. I'm the founder of the Flourish Initiative, my consulting business. And I'm a part of a, um, a global community and group called Bounce Beyond, where we're creating the new economies for the future. All of those aspects of what I do when I so supposedly go to work each day on any of those is I am bringing the background, my background as a healer. I had a company back in Australia in the days. And why I'm mentioning that in response to your question is my company was built on what I would say was feminine principles. Was, and I didn't know that then because I was raised, you can hear my accent, I'm Australian, I was raised as very strong very much uh, bringing out the masculine side of myself to be competitive, to be a fighter, to be an activist, competitive cyclist, all of those things that are very strong in me, I was realising also that the balance in me and all genders also has to arise inside of us in the human psyche of the feminine. The feminine is the care, is the nurturing, is the compassion, 
is the beauty, is the joy, and especially because we're talking about joy today. It's a Change for Joy podcast, so yeah, that can be quite feminine and and for everybody who is is here. And um, I think what you shared about in a competitive world, um, trying to be something, isn't it? Instead of being someone or something, some area where you can contribute Mm -hmm. and what i also heard from someone else is is if you are really using two wings the masculine wings over the two thousand years being very dominant just and in in the way we act we think we we see the world and now it's time to have the feminine wing developed as well so we can fly together as one and Mm -hmm. that's a new culture Yeah. I also think, Nienke, that, um, and you asked me about feminism and female, I also speak in many talks that I give about that we cannot forget biology because in India and Bangladesh where I've spent many years working, the subjugation and marginalisation of women because of their gender produces, it's um, key to the chronic persistence of hunger. When we unlock the feminine and release women from their chattels or their traditional roles so that now I'm talking about female when we unlock that potential a community thrives and joy is returned but when there's subjugation marginalization and oppression there's no joy there's no vitality there's no life so the feminine now I'm switching to a a psyche or a quality the feminine brings life to life. But if the women, now I'm speaking biology, are suppressed or oppressed or repressed, then that life and thriving isn't possible. So we have to talk about, I think we have to talk about it, the complexity of the conversation is biology and psychology. The, mm-hmm. psyche of the, the psyche of the human being is both. We all have masculine and feminine inside of us. And Often people will say, oh, aren't you taking us backward, Karen? Isn't this polarizing and binary? But no, I don't think so, because to be joyful, we need a whole system flourishing. Yes, and, so and that's not the solo thing. It's no. always the combination that makes makes us flourish, isn't it? Exactly, exactly. And where would we be without beauty and grace mm. and and care and compassion? And they tend to be what the feminine brings. Mm-hmm. So, and that's not because I'm a woman I bring that. That's because I'm fostering that as a quality and a contribution inside myself. And yes. I think men, now I'm talking biology again, men and then the patriarchal system has suffered, have suffered because of this as well. They can't, I know I've spoken to many men who say when I ask them, does it feel like where do you get replenished and restored? And they will say when I go home to my family. Mm-hmm. When I go yeah. home to the nurturance of the feminine and the love of my family, which I sacrifice for 10, 12 hours a day. Yes, yes. Yeah. So I'm very passionate about restoring the feminine, all of us, not just um, don't just talk about women and the feminist. I, um, I talk about the feminine that exists yeah. in all of us. And I, I know from your time in the UK as well, why are you in Costa Rica? What on earth are you doing there during lockdown? <laughs> well, I had um, I had this. I think many people uh, the COVID opportunity or crisis has also cracked 
put a crack in the system where the light needs to come through. And the light really shone in my mind one day when, like many of us, I was asking myself the very big existential questions. Who would I be if I wasn't me was the question I asked myself. And I'd been working in corporate for many, many years in London. And so I packed up my flat. My daughter was here in Costa Rica and I came for a visit um, and I packed up my flat and rented it out and moved here for a visit. But also when I arrived, this country is where nature comes into you. I don't feel like I go out into nature. I've never been more aware that I am her. She is me. And I was working on a project where I got invited to stay and continue the project and thought this is the perfect place for our FEMQ re- uh, retreat. So, so you you're doing I'm- a FEMQ retreat is um, in restricted times. What are you doing, Karen? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, I've um, I've always been a little bit of a disruptor and a and a catalyst for change, Yankee. So the system is saying stop, be restricted, and isolate. I'm not flaunting those rules. I'm paying attention to the restrictions. I'm isolating. I'm social distance, as we do here as well. But what I felt more than any other time that I am, I'm an intuitive as well, and what I felt more than any other time is we needed to be together. We need, you know, I, like you, Nienke, I sit on Zoom meet in Zoom meetings, and it's not the same. It's not the same as looking into your eyes and sitting with you and feeling the exchange that comes between two people when they're intimately connected in conversation. And I wanted to create that opportunity where people that can travel Either they've been vaccinated or they feel safe enough to travel given the um, restrictions that are in place. I wanted to create that opportunity to be together with extraordinary local speakers who are working on regenerative projects. That's the theme of our conference is regeneration. And I wanted to also bring in those speakers that are coming in by Zoom to touch the hearts and souls of people that are doing the work on the ground. So we're here together to co-create, to learn, but also to heal to heal mm-hmm. what's been broken and to recover from this um, isolation and sense of separation to become our full human selves again. Yes, yeah, so I think at, an, at the next level, I, I don't personally believe everything can be to the old way of we did things because so much has happened, no one will be the same. Uh, we all can be in shift and are you adapted or you don't. But back to the old normal isn't imp- is impossible. But it's my personal opinion. Yes. Well, there is it, normal wasn't working. Whatever we considered normal for ninety nine percent of the population, it wasn't working because of the crisis that we're now facing. But I also know, Nyanke, you and I spoke earlier about um, how I work with this notion of seasons of the soul, and. What I see is that we've gone through a prolonged winter of the soul. We've been hibernating, isolating, restricted, constrained, and the human system can only take that for so long. And then we languish. Instead of flourishing, we languishing. So when someone is in survival with mental health issues, there's very little joy present. So how, how, if we can, if you can travel, come because it's it's on the Pacific Ocean where we are. It's the most beautiful paradise retreat, and we can be together safely and restore ourselves. And when and is it? When is it? It's the 24th to the 31st of July, and people can find that on uh, the femq.org uh, website and, and register. 
And it's, um, I think that for me is coming out of winter into spring. We yeah. want to return to the spring of our souls, bring joy back into our life, bring sweetness and connect to nature and, and bring our vitality back again. That's mm-hmm. why I wanted to do it physically. Because yeah. in, the, in the face of the restrictions, people are signing up and coming. And you said to me before, um, uh, you speak to to people and and also to men, and then they will say, "Oh, I will send my wife." And then you said, "No, you should come." Why? Why do you encourage to to have um, just men and women on the retreat? Exactly, um, it's it's so important. Firstly, we have men, a lot of men that are speakers um, on the, at the event. They have the sensibilities in the awareness of the feminine. And I know we all know men that are deeply or profoundly in touch with the sensitivities of their soul, but it's been repressed in their business activities, in the competition and the domination of the patriarchal society. So it's to reawaken the feminine. It's not to emasculate men. It's to reawaken the feminine in all of us so that we can take care of one another. We can be humane and take care of our planet and understand that the feminine is critical for regeneration and and integrity in the system. Mm -hmm. So I think it's so important that when men dismiss or reject the feminine, putting a woman at the the boardroom table on a seat is not accepting or recognising the feminine. And I, I would assert that it's even more important that men are really allowed to get in touch with that feminine side of themselves that is deeply caring, profoundly protective and and connected to themselves once again. So I think that's what's, you know, there. we also have the program. It's a hybrid event, so we'll all have, also have it online and people can register on Eventbrite. But it's exciting because we're going to have a, a morning panel of three hours each day. It won't be back-to-back. We're going to have ritual and uh, meditation and silence and um and be together as much as we can be online but also in person yeah i think it's a great opportunity to really regenerate and um see it uh, and and let flourish uh, what what can come from there but you also talked uh, the other day about re- the importance of grassroots can you talk a bit more about that for sure. What, what do we what do we need to do and what is the shift you see? I think the um, when I especially because of our theme this year, the feminine is firstly we know how usually we know what that looks like in a home environment. But when we're at home or when we're at work, those principles and those qualities that are needed change. So bringing the feminine qualities more into corporations, into organisations, that's what I also call grassroots because it's the grassroots in me, the seeds that I plant of the feminine side of me and bring my voice to the, the changes I want to see happen. That's what I call grassroots, is the social activism we now need to sow these seeds into the cultures we operate in. So we may not have political voice, we may not have the authority to create systemic or policy change, but we can make changes by buying local food, by bringing community together, by bringing the things that traditionally the Indigenous people did. The women used to gather at the well, the Indigenous people still gather and they honour the matriarchs or they honour the feminine and they honour Mother Earth. Mm -hmm. 
And I think at grassroots level, we've lost and disconnected from our real connection to who she is. And she is our life-sustaining host. Mm-hmm. I so see it a lot in, in the new generation coming up, the, the, the willingness for sustainability to, to look after the planet. That's also the, the, the real feminine, isn't it? It is. I think also if we look at many analogies that we could use, Nienke, I think firstly sustainability is now we're recognising that sustainability is not possible. We can't sustain what we've got. So what we are going to another level, which is why this theme is so important this year, is how do we regenerate? How do we regenerate ourselves? The feminine is always looking at optimising potential. We do it with our families Um, men and women do it with their families when they're wanting their, their children to grow and develop and be successful and thrive. Um, and yet sometimes we don't recognize the cost that ha- that has when we're just growing and developing versus honoring what is in our surroundings or in our local areas. And I was mm-hmm. just speaking to someone from um, the um, who works in biodiversity in the United Nations and she was saying even beyond organic, we should be looking more locally. That's grassroots buying our food locally, honouring the seasons, and that helps us to regenerate and take care of um, our host and our mm-hmm. and our families in a new way. And come out of the winter of the soul. Yeah. Exactly. Time to time to let the light in and, and what we've seeded due to COVID times, just get the, the real plants and the real life force out and, and regenerate from there. So Karen... We have one minute left. If you have (laughs) one sentence to say, what would you say to the audience? Come and join us and bring hope, restore hope and inspiration back into your lives. Move from the winter of the soul to a spring in your step to joy and vitality returning into your life. Come join us. Wonderful. We will provide all links at the, the website of the podcast. And I would highly recommend tap into your own feminine source and regenerate us all after COVID. Karen, thank you for being here and we speak soon. Thank you so much, Nienke. Thank you for listening. Change for Joy is a collaboration between bookingworldspeakers.com the platform for speakers that contribute to the future and presentation master the speakers coaches who stand for authentic clear and effective sharing of your voice if you share our mission to change for joy through authentic and impactful stories feel free to share this podcast we unite humanity through sharing wisdom we change with joy the world one story at a time Do you want your 19 minutes of impact here as well? Contact us at www.change4joy.com slash podcast.